This episode of The Instance is brought to you by Indochino. That's Indochino. You know, every man looks better in a suit. Go to Indochino.com and get one of their great suits made in North America. When you enter the code INSTANCE at checkout, you can get any premium Indochino suit for just $3.89 at Indochino.com and the code INSTANCE. And by Doghouse Systems at DoghouseSystems.com. Get a fantastic gaming rig for less and the best service anywhere. Go to DoghouseSystems.com right now and use the code FROGPANTS and get a better deal. That's Doghouse Systems and the code FROGPANTS. <laughs> the World of Warcraft podcast, so you don't have to. This is the instance. Hey everybody, welcome to the Instance Podcast starring the Americans. Uh, It's the Americans all day today. We are making America great again. We are representing from Utah and Texas, west of the Mississippi. It's all about us. The most American states of all. That's right. Yep. F those uh, European bastards who didn't show today. They both had real reasons for not coming, but uh, it's the Dills and Scott hour. (laughs) <laughs> that's right which should be fun um ironically the real reasons i think it was patrick it was something about wine and cigarettes and <laughs> terpster is something about not being european at all anymore i know so. he has no home he has nowhere to hang his hat uh Poor guy. yeah no kidding um although well i won't get into that but there's some listeners of the show who seem to think terpster's all wrong and most of them hail from the american <laughs> south so i don't no understand way. Yeah. someone disagrees yeah can you believe Politically? it can you believe someone it? else i know it's That's the internet, crazy. too, which is really a weird place to see that. You don't find that, really. Disagreements don't usually crop up on the internet. It's strange. It's the weirdest election year for me, because this is, like, the one I've laid out of the most. Mm-hmm. Just like, yeah. This is just too much for me. I gotta get out of here. Yeah, you gotta back stay. Back to World of Warcraft. Back to the video games. That's right. Back to games. And we're going to be talking about everyone's favorite MMO here in a second. Um, it, it is worth mentioning. It was just kind of funny the other night. I was out leveling a demon hunter, and mm-hmm. you were doing world quests. That's right. And we just happened to bonk heads right in the middle of a quest. Well, I was told that this game was going to be like No Man's Sky this time (laughs) around, where the chance of running into each other was astronomical, but apparently. Right. You were just going to be be phased with just some oceanic server guy or something. (laughs) But no, like literally I walk in there, there's Dills rolling with a a Corehound and, and Hattie. Dude, I love when you play Beastmaster now yeah. because I have not only that, but I have Rexar as my companion while yeah. I'm out in the world. He's the best, and he has, you know, Leoc or Huffer or mm-hmm. Misha out. Yeah, so I got like a posse of five dudes rolling yep. with me. It's all pretty time. great. It's you're awesome. you're running yeah. with a zoo, and if you do Stampede, it is like the shit. Yeah. The shit is on. It's turned up. It's um, it's like I thought I didn't really like Beastmaster at first, but I don't know. It's just something about. Having your gang behind you, it yeah. feels real good while you're doing world quests. Completely so. agree. And if you're proccing well, you're getting, um, what's the one called that you're trying to cool down your beastal wrath with? I forget the name of the damn thing. The one that pulls out a random animal. Shit. Anyway. The one that pulls out a random, oh, the, uh, 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 uh freaking yeah, uh, I, the thing of the beast, beast <laughs> of the man, whatever it is. The yellow button. Dude. The yellow button. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the yellow button. The one. Uh, <laughs> that thing, if, you, if you're proccing well on that and you pull... Um, and you've got your two pets out there. And if you decide, dire beast, dire beast, thank you. And then you, then you pop uh, stampede. 
you in theory could have like the San Diego Zoo on your side. Like, well, so I was going with the San Diego Zoo build yeah. uh, before, yeah. which was like Way of the Cobra and Stampede, because basically the Way of the Cobra means your Cobra shots for every pet or guardian you have active, you get eight percent increased damage on the on the Cobra shots. Yeah, it's pretty great. But then I was like running uh, some dungeons, and it wasn't that much damage. Yeah. So now I've been trying Dire Stable, which gives me extra focus, and Killer Cobra. Uh, which means that when I Cobra shot, it resets uh, Kill Command during Bestial Wrath, and it's like, that's disgusting. Damage. Oh, it is. Yeah, it is good. I, I think that's what I'm doing, and I get uh, constantly when I was doing just randos with, with people, heroics, they would always say, man, your DPS is off the charts, and I'm not running recount right now, so I don't even know what I'm doing. To hear anyone say that to me is like a revolution in my mind, because yeah. no one ever says that to me, A, and B, no one ever says that to a Beastmaster Hunter, at least in the past. But um, no, it's the stuff is serious. It's great, and I'm I like it so much. I think that's just what I'm going to mainline. I just like yeah. it. Yeah, I just have really you noticed like it. that marksman? Have you been trying out marksman? I have all? a little bit. Yeah, I went and got all three uh, or uh, artifacts, and I like yeah. I like marksman second best. And I think I I don't dislike survival, but it's I'm just not really I don't know. May, being a melee hunter feels weird to me, so I just don't do it. Um, it's apparently pretty good, and I've tried it because I got I got some decent relics in there, uh, and I like I, I found that some of the fights with marksmen, yeah, there's just so much movement, right? Yeah, and you don't get to move as much as marksmen anymore because aim shot is no longer something you can do on the run, right? Uh, so yeah, it's like all you can do on the run is barrage, and you can do like your you know your your focus building shots, but you know when you're really trying to do the meat and potatoes which is aim shot, uh, you can't do it on the, on the move. So yeah. I've been trying out the other specs just to see if I can get, at least in some of the early fights. I want two specs I can swap between yeah. and feel good about, right? Because in a fight I can stand and just stand and bang, mm -hmm. uh, that's when I want marksman. But <laughs> Everybody wants to stand and bang. So, sometimes I stand and deliver, but really I want to stand and bang. <laughs> well, uh, so Sidewinder, that thing that... Um the yeah. marksmen do um that's a real shit show if they're if you're in a tight situation and there's True. lots of stuff to pull like those eggs in yeah. uh dark heart thicket my my hell that's trouble they've given they've given uh hunters sidewinder and of course barrage is still what we have so it's like they just really want hunters to piss everyone off <laughs> yeah. all the time it's like it's like you know they're always saying well we really want to get to the core of the fantasy of these characters and that's been their big focus with this expansion and i think what they've done is gotten to the core of why people get pissed at hunters because yeah. the, the two pets, when you're rolling with Hattie, even if you clone it, they're off to each side, like equidistant from you in the middle, and you're smacking into anything on the side. You can't get past those eggs without letting 20 whelps out. And so I feel like someone needs to yell, handle it every time I do it. <laughs> and then uh, Sidewinder, yeah, as soon as that goes off, it's like, well, we're screwed. That just pulled half the mobs that we didn't the, need to yeah, fight. everybody. Yeah, um, it's fine. I though. mean, you can, you can definitely get good at controlling the chaos that is the Marksman Hunter build, mm -hmm. but... Um, there's a lot like the other thing too is there's a lot of extra movement. I have to get to a certain spot and angle myself properly, yeah. So I'm not you know shooting the entire half of the room. So yeah, yeah, it's good it stuff. Be tricky. Though. It's good stuff though. All those feel good to me. Really enjoying that. But I've got to say, don't know what happened here. But um, part of the reason I ran into you and you didn't know who I was with my character named Gerpster. And no, it's not named after Terpster. All right, everybody, just calm down. Uh, I was playing my demon hunter and I've had a real obsession this week. In fact, I feel kind of bad that Gerp and Henry are just sort of chilling because uh, I've been real exclusive with him all week and I'm about to ding 110. Wow. 
um, and then start, you know. Will, will this be your first alt to 110? First alt to 110. I thought right. it was going to be my mage, which I freaking paid to boost. So I'm kind of mad at myself. Um, and I may still do that with the mage, but I'm not in any hurry now, like like in a weird way. So here's, <laughs> all right, let me just blow people's minds who've been listening to the show since 2006. I don't tank. <laughs> I mm. never tanked. The few times I tried it, I didn't like it. Uh, I didn't like leveling tanks. There was a, nothing about tanking or even melee that I was ever much of a fan of. So rogues never really held it for me. I've tried it all, but it was, just wasn't my jam. It's always been about ranged something, whether it's the hunter or the mage. Um, I like balanced, uh, balanced druids, that kind of stuff. Big time on the mage damage. I don't really heal. I don't really tank. So comes as a giant shock for me to admit this but i started out dps with the demon hunter thought this is all right but i feel like i'm kind of a just a weird rogue in a way kind sure. of felt weird roguey or, or fury warrior or something and it was fine switched over to a tanking build thinking well there's no way i'm going to want to level with this but i'll do it just to see and get the hang of it let's get the artifact weapon and whatever and i fell in love with that and I like it a lot. And I get compliments in like in in uh, dungeons from randos who are like, dude, great tanking. This is the best time I've had in here. Like, I'm not used to that kind of feedback at all. But more importantly, I'm not used to liking a melee character, like, period. So what yeah. I what I think I'm gonna end up with here is and oh yeah, and that's the other thing, is I've gotten all the way to 110 with the with a few exceptions where I know I can just sort of, you know, lay quicker waste to certain kinds of mobs or whatever. Uh, I'll switch on the fly to to Havoc instead of Vengeance. But um, mostly I've leveled to 110 as Vengeance, and I loved it. Like pulling, That's cool. pulling 10 dudes at once, not dying. Sure, your damage output's a little low, but whatever. I'm killing more stuff faster because uh, I'm doing more of it at a time. They, they, they nerfed me a little in the middle of all of this, so I can't quite pull as many as I was pulling. But yeah. Um, anyway, I... I I remember I I was playing as yeah vengeance is that what it is I was playing as that for a little bit too mm-hmm. and you could definitely pull a lot but I just felt like I was killing things really slow yeah so then I went back to the havoc and that's what I've been playing as but also you do I I do feel kind of paper thin as havoc yeah uh, like you really have to be killing stuff and then collecting those those uh, soul orb things that drop yeah or else you're just like really low on health all the time yeah so. that one's kind of a bummer when you get into a scrum and there's like multiple yeah. you know, like four dudes are on you or something but i so does it I feel like, like it. the demon hunter gets really strong really fast though because you get you're actually gaining talents as you go um kind of yeah and it also feels like you're progressing uh, there's more of a progression feel to that character because sure. of that and where's, yeah. your, where's the other your... guys you get you're at 100 you have all your talents already yeah right? you wait to 110 get to get the next one yeah. sure so so you know yes i would i would agree with that but also he just starts to feel more complete quicker. Yeah. Um, which, okay. which is funny because technically should be complete like everyone else at 100 minus one talent until you get to 110. But he's, he just feels great. I don't know what it is. And I don't even like spazzy little, little melee <laughs> dudes. I really don't. And, and he's a, and he's in blood elf. Guess who I hate blood elves. Like there's something going on here, magic sauce or whatever. I didn't feel it in the beta and I didn't feel it early on in this expansion, but man, I'm feeling it now. So now Got my ranged, good old trusty GURP over there, level eight or I level eight, thirty-five right now, getting ready to raid, and I got this uh, this demon hunter about to ding one ten. So here's my plan, though. I'm gonna so I'm gonna tank with him. Like whatever happens when people mm-hmm. when we need a tank for stuff, he's my tank. Yeah. Um, also, man, queuing with him is like, <laughs> oh, I know, like, it's instant, right yeah. 
So that's really Although nice. it doesn't feel that bad with uh, anybody right now because there's just a lot of people playing World of Warcraft. So. That's, that's a good point. It's not too bad, generally yeah. speaking. But um, but it's we'll nice to it's nice to get right 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 in there. It's nice to have an opportunity to be because most of the time the toxicity in randos for me, douchebag Carl. Mm-hmm. I think you and I coined that phrase many sure. moons ago. Uh, that usually comes out of the tank for me. Like the tank is usually the guy acting like he's Mr. Hotshot. And if you don't just follow him, then forget it. Or if he dies or someone pulls something, you're all douchebags and you're getting kicked from the group. Sure. Yeah. You jump in and he's the guy who just never stops running forward. And he's just like, what the hell's wrong with you? If the, if the healer needs to stop and drink for a second, it's mm-hmm. like yeah. the worst thing that could happen. You know, it's um, the ultimate alpha dog bullshit. I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. So what but, okay, I, but let me, let me ask you this. Does yeah. it feel like you've never really been a tank before? Yeah. Does it, feel like you are really accomplishing and contributing more than you used to feel i do doing like say a dungeon i totally do now i don't obviously i don't feel like i'm contributing damage but there's a there is a there is definitely that feeling of like all right i'm controlling this that guy that tried to peel off and go attack that mage i have brought him back because i'm using the proper threat uh ability or whatever like i'm building threat i'm creating um situations i'm i'm tanking and kiting and my moving stuff away so they're aiming this stuff somewhere else and not killing all the backline like you do feel like you're being now maybe it's because i'm new to it maybe eventually i'll hate that i don't know but right now it feels great to be that role and then Mm -hmm. to go anti-douchebag carl and at the end of it go you guys were awesome thanks for the run that was and like be a nice guy or if someone lets me die like if i die unnecessarily because the healer was being dumb He'll say, oh, sorry, man, expecting me to go into dick mode. And I sure. go, hey, man, no worries. It happens. It's all good. I mean, what are we talking? 30 something? Like, who cares? Yeah. So I'm simultaneously having fun and changing the world. You're making the world a better place, Scott. You're doing you're doing God's work, man. <laughs> That's right. We appreciate yeah, it. Well, you know, it, but it is true. Like, uh, you hear about the toxicity and you hear about all that stuff, and like all you can really do is just not be that guy yourself, right? Yeah. And just be the change you want to see. Yep. I I actually I really loved and I miss quite a bit. I miss the days of tanking a, a ten man raid, you know, at like the highest level of content. Yeah. Because it it was you felt very accomplished, like you felt like what you did and your job was really difficult, and when you pulled it off, you had a lot to do with it, yep. right? Yeah, a huge so amount. Even though you feel like yeah, you've really done something. Even Instead though those like, damage oh, I was numbers, just one of seven DPS. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The DPS. You know, I thought it would. I thought it would feel weird not to contribute in in a damage way, but it. I don't know. It's just funny after eleven years of a game, and I I'm just finally coming around to what it feels like. And part of it, I think, is the design of that of that character or of that class, and specifically this tanking build, just speaks to me for some reason. I don't know what it is. There's something working there. I'm way into the lore of it. I love the freaking class hall. I love talking to all those weirdos over there. Like uh, when I see another demon hunter, I feel this little ping of pride. Like, oh, look at us! Look what we're doing here with the new characters. Like, I don't know. It's just it's it's singing the song I needed to hear. So I'm gonna keep at it. Ding him to one ten tonight. Oh, the whole point of me talking about this is my goal is at one ten is to then lay off of him mm-hmm. until seven point one because in seven point one I don't have to go grind rep to get world quests they just oh yeah you'll just have them right yeah yeah so which we'll talk about in the news but um that's a nice feature that's that I'm very no much that's smart yeah get, get him to 110 then just go back to gurp and like, it's crazy how fast you gear doing the world quest too mm-hmm. um i you know i was i was so far behind everybody yeah and i was thinking oh this is gonna take forever i gotta get to 825 before i can start raiding with a raid team because we have these uh fert raid is now doing this thing where you have to have 
all three of your artifact slots uh, open for your relics, and you have to be at 825. And it felt like 810 was so far away to start doing heroics, and that heroics are what I have to do to gear up. Mm-hmm. No, you just start doing world quests. World quests like, are oh. the best. They are the freaking best. I'm yeah, still you getting just upgrades. Look on the map, and you go, yeah. okay, where's the world quest that gives me gear? Mm-hmm. And then as you gear up, the number for that piece of gear keeps going up too. So yep. it's like you just keep getting better gear yep. over and over and over again. And it's you know it's just to run somewhere and kill some mob or run somewhere and kill a bunch of mobs. And that's pretty much it. Yeah, I love it. It's so fast. Yeah. yeah, and it's fun. And it's got that whistle thing, so I don't have to... You know. Oh, yeah, you go right back to uh, Flight Master, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. The, the other thing, too, I, I always keep forgetting about the whistle, by the way. Mm. The other thing, too, is the world quests have kind of solved the problem that we had talked about on the show about Warlords and even, like, Kata and all of the expansions before, uh, Pandaria, all of that, where you, the world didn't... The world wasn't this big giant world which was what kind of made world of warcraft so good in the first place right yeah the world was your mailbox the bank <laughs> uh and the auction house right yeah. yeah and now the world like you're everyone's out in the world because mm-hmm. that's you can't you can't just sit and queue for world quests right mm-hmm. you have to go out there and do them yeah and uh it's beautiful in Perfect. a way in a way it one-ups diablo in this because basically this is a you know it's a diablo idea they they took this idea from from bounties and then integrated it in such a way that i think it actually one-ups it in this one way um and that is that feeling like it's not just a hub where i'm zoning in mm-hmm. uh like some sort of map where i can just zone right where i need to go i don't like that uh sure. about diablo i kind of wish there was more i don't mean i want a bunch of downtime travel but it's just enough to go all right, I got to fly there. Got to go over there, do that stuff. I can whistle back to Jimmy John, get back on the thing, fly over to the next one. Like, there's something about it that makes it feel like I am out there in it and yeah. not just some well, artifice thing. Well, taking flight paths. This feels like, I mean, this is a very vanilla feeling, right? Like, that that was the way you played World of Warcraft. You got, like, you would always be worried about earning new flight points. Like, earning a new flight point was a really big deal because now I can always get back to this place. Mm-hmm. And it didn't ever feel like that anymore. Once you had flying, you're like, ah, well, I just... I don't even have to do this weird, you know, route that goes around and under the trees and over the thing. I just fly a straight shot from here to there. I land, I do the thing, I remount, I fly up, I get out of there and I go somewhere else. Now it's you're you're really taking flight points, you're paying attention to where things are on the map, you're paying attention to roads and paths. Yeah. It's, it's great. Kind of it's kind of crazy, but it that's it really starts to feel like a big world again. Yeah. And when um, we and when we get flying and we will eventually yeah. have some sort of big quest I will to do want it. it when it happens. Yeah, yeah, but. that's the thing. Is we'll get it. It's it but it feels like um I'm finally just kind of down with the progression of that. Like I like the the way the world feels and that will be a worthy goal to achieve and not mm-hmm. just oh they're they're gating it because they don't like me or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas Warlords, that's kind of how it felt because they were always really nebulous in the early days. When Greg first said it at our live podcast at BlizzCon, he was like, uh, we don't know yet. And then later it was still, we don't know yet. And then eventually it was like, okay, we think we know. There'll be a quest or something. And then it ended up being kind of a long one that you did. Um, I did. You yeah. went through it. You and Patrick did. I still can't bring myself to do it because I don't think I'll ever fly there. <laughs> well, now again. you don't freaking need to because yeah. when are you going back to Draenor anytime soon? Yeah, unless they start sending me there for some other reason. I, I, I just don't. oh, dude, oh, I had this idea by the way. All sorry right. to no, 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 to derail, good. but okay. Uh, the world quests feel really cool, right? Like yep. one of the one of the other things about it, besides the fact that you're out in the world doing stuff, is it feels like I'm fighting the Legion, right? I'm doing things that matter. Yeah, that aren't just the the raid 
Because mm-hmm. a lot of times, too, in the past, it felt like you were out in the world. Once you got to max level, then it was just gear up and the storyline kind of stopped mattering. Yeah. Then you would do the raid and you see kind of the rest of the story, right? Sure. Or maybe there's one quest line, like, say, the legendary quest line that was, like, furthering the story. But yeah. for the most part, the story seemed to end when you got to max level, except for the raids. Yep. Uh, and you had to, and if you if you wanted the story, you had to seek it out and find it. Now it feels like, you know, I'm being sent to all these places to fight a demon or to kill this person for a reason. People keep talking to me and telling me like, oh, we need you to do this thing, and this is why. So it feels like I'm actually doing stuff that matters, even though like none of it is really part of the end game rating or anything anything like that. So it feels like I'm in the story, doing things out in the world, making a difference. But imagine this: if it sent you back to like. Because right now we're all in the Broken Isles, right? Because we need to find the pillars and we need to do the whole thing right. so that we can prepare to fight the Legion. But right now, what's happening back on Azeroth? Like, are they just getting torn apart? <laughs> That's a you good know, question, just like, yeah. When we left, there was ships shooting down green fireballs and demons. Yeah. Um, That's true. So we just we cool. just poured into Orgrimmar and go, how's my bank doing? And then we get the hell out of there. We don't <laughs> yeah. know what's happening. That's no, true. No, it'd be cool if they sent you over there because there were still, like, demon invasions going off and we needed to, like, stem the tide while we continued to prepare it's like every now and then it would like shoot you back over to you know orgrimmar to protect orgrimmar uh and you could like earn some loot or something like that with like a quick demon invasion yeah Uh, not like the daily occurrence demon invasions but you know here and there i think that'd be really fun i agree oh my gosh that's a great idea and they've been talking i know internally they've been talking about a huge new set of world quests it would Mm -hmm. be really nice i like that for variety but it would be really cool if the rest of azeroth got chunks of this somehow even if it was just like some could be demon invasions we know they can scale in those zones because they did it with the invasions so it's not like this is a scaling problem take me to what used to be a level three area and have something bad going down and scale all that shit up and have us out there fighting it as a world quest i mean give me five world quests in uh freaking kalamador i don't care yeah Yeah, exactly just just shoot me back over there you could have like a portal that you jump through and then it brings you back to, to the Forgotten Isles and or Broken Isles. And then, you know, it'd just be it'd be really fun, I think, to kind of remind the player base, remind yourself that we're here to prepare to fight them to save that world. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, like this is, you know, this place we've come to. This like isn't the new world. Like we literally relocated Dalaran here so it could be a hub so we could do this thing we needed to do. But ultimately, we're trying to save. Stormwind, Ironforge, yeah. Dal- you know, uh, Orgrimmar. That's yeah. what we're trying to save, right? Yeah, so, my, my homeland of Thousand Needles yeah. needs to be saved. But we've just, we're just, we're not there anymore. So what's happening, <laughs> right? Like, everyone's just getting destroyed and murdered, and we're all over here like playing with our, with our, uh, you know, playing, playing with our, our uh, damn order halls, you know? Yeah, no, but, I, I agree with you. It's, it's, it's absolutely like. It's opened up my mind to what's possible, and it, and so in the past we've always gone. All right, well, I wonder if they'll carry um, uh, uh, garrisons forward. Well, the answer was no. And when people have asked them, "Are you going to carry artifact weapons and that system forward?" The answer has been no. They might have remnants of it, just like missions and things that came from garrisons, but yeah, but they said no to that. The one thing in this expansion of all expansions, I hope gets carried forward as a new standard, is world questing. Yeah. And if they absolutely. don't, I would be really bummed out because it's my easily my favorite thing about this expansion by far is the world questing. And, and I didn't expect it to be. I kind of just thought it would be all right. Uh, yeah. I didn't know I could gear there and also still make dungeons part of it because sometimes the quests are in dungeons. 
Like there's reasons to do all of it. It all feels really meaningful. And then when it's time to raid, it wasn't just me farting around in Argamar waiting for everyone to log in. It's me out there doing shit and then going to raid. Yeah. Like it's it's a real it's a huge boon I think and I hope they keep it. No, I I agree. I think that uh, world questing has been an amazing addition to this game. But I think like right now it feels like everything is just kind of like they've taken all the fun parts and made them more fun. Yeah. They've taken all the parts that were just annoying and dumb, mm-hmm. and they just kind of pared those down. Like like order halls. They, I mean, there's a certain extent that it feels like garrisons, but it just doesn't. It's not this like place that does everything for you. Yeah. Then makes the rest of the game obsolete. And I think that was the the key, right? That was what made Garrison so bad. Right. But it you know it wasn't the like having of followers. It wasn't the the feeling of, of progression in another place. It was just oh no, the rest of the world doesn't matter anymore. That was what made it terrible. We don't have that anymore. They figured that out. Now the rest of the world really matters. And so that that's what they need to continue going forward is make the world matter, make us out there, make us feel like we need to be out there doing stuff. Because if we're not, the game becomes just. A boring slog of pushing buttons and not doing things yeah. right I, so. think, I think it's funny because they swung so far that direction i feel like warlords was them saying hey we think players don't want to just be all around in the world all the time i think they want just a place to do all the stuff they do anyway we're just giving them too much travel time and i think at some point some meeting happened and a whiteboard got filled up with all the reasons that was wrong mm-hmm. and they realized no 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 they want to be out in the literally world of warcraft doing stuff let's put them out there yeah. So that they're spending hardly... I hardly go to my order hall. I'm way behind on that shit. <laughs> well, I, I pop in to finish stuff, uh, but I've been mostly using the app to do the the, the order missions, right? Right, um, right. Yeah, like to actually go there in-game. Yeah. Uh, kind of rare. For, for a quest or whatever to turn a quest in, yeah. but kind of rare after the 20... After 2010. After the 110, you just sort of like, yeah, it's, I'll go yeah. there when I need to. And if there's a, you know, Cadgar suddenly, oh, you need to get to your art hall and poke the thing. Well, then fine, I'll go there. But I, I, I'm i not as... And it's not making me. Like, that's what I like about it. I appreciate it. It's this thing that exists, but it's not like... It's just grabbing me every second going, no, 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 stay here and do things. Stay here and do things. I mean, my one of my favorite things I've done is go talk to Mimiron and get the the clone tool for the pets, um, and that sent me out on a bunch of quests that used to feel grindy. That sort of questing, but I really enjoyed it, even though it took me like two days to get the the one where it only popped in the morning. Yeah, and um, now I can clone the hell out of stuff and get kind of buggy with it, and it's great. Like it's one of the greatest things ever, and I got that at the order hall. So I'm I'm cool with it being that in my life, but it's. The garrison was just like this all present, always here, come in. And then eventually you just didn't want to go there. So now, well, there's nothing in the world and there's nothing at my garrison. So there's nothing in World of Warcraft for me for the next few months. Yeah. It's kind of a. No, it it always felt like you had to go back. And, you know, you just, you know, it was, it was, it just took up too much of your time, right? So you weren't playing the game very much. You were just dealing with your damn garrison. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. Going to the mine and poking at rocks and ah, I freaking hated it. I would log in just to do my garrison, and then when I'd be done, I would not even know what else to do. Right, right. right. Like, I would be done, place. and I'd be like, "Well, now what do I do?" Yeah. I now I don't I feel like out. that. Now I feel like I got so much to do. I could do anything. What am I in the mood for, oh, dude? You there's know? like all these things. Have you gotten like the world quest, uh, the the add-on and stuff? Yeah, I just got a new one called. Um, I want to recommend this to people. It is called. Hold on a second. Uh. Angry World Quest was recommended to me. Angry World Quest. Okay. Yeah, that's supposed to be the bomb. I've only installed it and looked at it, um, mm. so I don't. I haven't had a lot of practical use with it. But for example, one of the things that lets you do is filter 
things that only represent an upgrade for you. Sure. So if your goal is I need some item levels because we're raiding this weekend, you can filter that so that you only go do world quests that are going to offer you an upgrade, uh, a specific item upgrade, or they're not even the ones that are. If I think you can do it by their guaranteed upgrades or ones that may roll higher, you know that kind of stuff. Uh, so I'm going to be trying that out later today and get my nice. feet wet with it. Yeah, see what's going on. I think they also talked about it on. Um, where did I see that? Oh, uh, MMO Champion is also recommended. Okay. That, that. Yeah, I just have the World Quest Tracker and World Quest Group Finder. Mm. So it's like you log it. Once you get into a zone where there's World Quest, it just kind of starts grouping you with people who are doing the, the same thing in the same area. Oh, that's cool. Um, so you like get them done really really quickly. I didn't use um, I use Tracker, but not the Finder thing. That seems good. Especially yeah, it's for, pretty good. And then the, the Tracker, of course, just allows you to, to you know, you click on it and it'll tell you exactly like which direction you need to be running to get there. Uh, you can mouse over the, everything and see like exactly what you need. And you can start filtering things out based on that. It's pretty good. It's a little bulky as far as its UI is concerned, I yeah, think. But yeah. um, it, it does what I need it to do. So I'm pretty happy with it. Uh, Mush Potatoes in the chat says, make sure you are getting your artifact research done at your order hall. I am absolutely doing oh, yes. that. Yeah, you yeah that's that. important because you yeah. want to be building. Yeah, once you start getting that up pretty high, it makes a huge difference in how fast. And especially once you get pretty deep into those traits, yeah. it's yeah. you know thousands of artifact power to get to the next thing. Yeah, so. it's yeah. going to take you a while. Um, real quick, what was I going to say at the tail end of that? I forgot. Damn it. Uh, shoot. Anyway. Oh, I know. I know what it was. Have you done Withered Jim yet? Oh, I tried, but there was nobody around. (laughs) Yeah. And apparently there's a way to do it where if as a hunter, you can stay out of the, cause there's a debuff, right? Right. Gives you a 90% reduction to your damage. Yeah. Uh, but there's apparently a way where you can stay out of the area of that debuff. Yeah. And the tanks can like pull him a little closer to the mouth of the cave, uh, and you should be able to maintain normal amounts of damage and just you know murder him pretty fast. Yeah. But he destroyed me uh, <laughs> when I tried to solo him. Yeah. I did not realize how hard he was going to be. I was like, oh yeah, this will be easy, world boss, whatever. Sure. And then I was like, oh, never mind. Yeah. Wither Jim is no joke. Wither Jim is serious, and he is uh, a piece of shit. That guy. <laughs> So uh, I, I died also on my first attempt. I'm going to try to get today because I really want the, he's going to drop something that's an upgrade for me. He drops so. like yeah, a purple item or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So. 860 plus or something. Yeah. Or 870 maybe. All right. Well, maybe me and you can we'll go over there and we can rally the AIE troops or something. Yeah. Just knock that bastard out. The hard part yeah. is seeing him like when all the when all the fray is happening. I don't I don't even know what's happening. He's like this just skinny, skinny, mana starved little junkie in the middle of the room and you can't see him and he's in a little cave. It's ridiculous. But I'll, but I love it. I love that he exists, and I hate him. I hate him, but I love him. More withered Jim, please. All right, let's do some news. All right, seven point one's got some nice uh, quality of life changes coming. If you are fans of running alts in the game, like this demon hunter I'm playing, then uh, a reminder. I already mentioned it, but I'll mention it again. Once you hit one ten with a second uh, or more characters after that, you will get quest or uh, world quests automatically. You do not have to grind up. Uh, finish out quest and grind up to friendly. Not that friendly's hard, but it's hard enough, right? Because you're not even going to get to Suramar until you finish all the main zones. By yeah. then, when I did that with GURP, I was already 110 well before I got there. And I liked it, and I sort of have fallen off a bit on my Suramar quest. I need to be better about that. But I don't have to with the alts, which is nice. And also the gated dungeons, uh, if they if you have unlocked them for uh, your main, then your alts can have those as well. So you don't have to think around with that. 
Um, well, and- it just seems to me that once you've kind of done all that once, doing it again is just annoying and not fun. Yeah. So let's just keep the fun in there and let's just, yeah, let's like World Quest is a fun way to level, right? Yeah, totally agree. Um, World Quest and, and dungeons are a fun way to level. Doing quest lines you've already done is not a fun way to level. No. Um, grinding rep with factions you've already grinded rep with is not a fun way to level. So, yeah, like that. This is again like cutting out the unfun stuff, right? Which yep. it's Blizzard like has been doing a fantastic job. They do of a pretty lately. good job of that. It's kind of sometimes it's the kind of stuff where I'm like, man, this should have been here at launch, but I get it. You know, sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, who's who's to know exactly how it's going to be fun and not fun until we start playing the game? So yeah, when you get millions of people doing a thing, that's usually better evidence than than me just saying it. <laughs> is my opinion. Uh, mages can soon hide their flame balls. Uh, if you are, if you're a fire mage, you are going to be real happy about this. If you don't like those three balls of fire hovering over your head, like Kelthos style, uh, you're going to get those to go away. So that's a thing you could do, or it's an option. It's a visualization option. You can turn on or off. Uh, and then there is a really great fat boss preview on YouTube of Karazhan, which, uh, they are saying they took about three hours to get through. Uh, and remember, this is just a five man mythic only yeah um, but they said most of that or a lot of that time maybe half that time was spent checking every nook and cranny for any secrets or extra stuff so they think their estimate i watched the entire video their estimate is 1.5 hours for a good team to get through and um that seems like it's like nine bosses that seems like a beast it should be interesting and fun yeah but it's it really is one of those things where you have to commit. It's five. It's you and five friends or people you know. You have to go to the meeting stone. You have to, you know, you can't just rando into this thing. Uh, it's mythic only, which means you need to be appropriately geared and ready for what that is. Bit, yep. um, you know, mythic plus after that, and uh, you need to commit some time. That's like raid night time. Uh, but that's awesome. Yeah. Um, it's like I, I like the idea of kind of major raid content and then like kind of mini raids right like a a little five man that's really difficult and but you know the five man experience mm-hmm. especially a difficult five man is something we just haven't really had in a long time yeah and i really enjoyed that part of like burning crusade when you were doing heroics and burning crusade it was like you were raiding mm-hmm. you know but with five people it was super fun and we haven't really ever had that again so yeah I thought, Although I haven't gotten into the mythic and mythic plus stuff yet so i don't know how that feels i've done a single mythic dungeon no plus yet. Okay. It was notably harder. Yeah. Good. We did it, but it was all very, you know, what it reminded me of, it reminded me of when we were doing our 10 men in uh, ice crown and you would get down mm-hmm. to the wire with Arthas and it just felt like, Oh my gosh, I cannot believe we eked that out with like no if yeah left or whatever. Every boss fight felt like that in mythic, Yeah, which I think is the idea. Um, well, I mean that, yeah. Like I, I love that feeling. Like, and then when you, if you start doing it enough and it starts to feel easy, it starts to feel like you're, you know, you're getting better, yeah. you know? Yeah, the trash. Yeah, you're like barely beating the bosses, and then oh, now I'm actually doing it. That's yeah, that's enjoyable to me. Yeah, Vile says, and he's right in the chat. I believe anyway. My experience was that the trash was significantly harder. There's a lot of stuff you can't just avoid now. There's some where you used to be able to skip around them, and now you need to kill them because they either play into how much power the boss is going to have or whatever. So there's lots of reasons to fear the trash. And I don't love trash, but they're at least interesting and difficult, and there's a challenge there. Yeah, um, I'm okay with trash as long as it's just not. Here's like 15 pools of trash that doesn't really matter before you get to the boss. Yeah, I at least want interesting trash, right? 
Now, the chat room saying, does Karazhan have Mythic Plus? I thought it did, but someone said no. Sidian says don't. no. Oh, really? so I it's don't, just Mythic only? I thought it was, but maybe I don't. That seems weird that you wouldn't do Mythic Plus on the thing that's designed to be a Mythic only dungeon. You know what I mean? Yeah. When they say Mythic only, I don't think they mean... Mm, I'd have to look this up. But I swear that modifier stuff should work. I mean, why wouldn't it? You're making you're making a big deal about Karazhan coming back. Uh, people were on a world first that shit. Why wouldn't you plus it up? Well, anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll try to get confirmation before the show ends today. <laughs> plus it up, man. Plus it up, son. Uh, I want to take, I feel like we should take a little credit. We shouldn't, but I'm going to, that uh, the 110 alt thing where they get world quests automatically, we we predicted it on the show, I think, last week, and bam, there it is. So once yeah, again, the, right. in, the instance well, right in the book, man. <laughs> uh, Tom yeah. Chilton came out and said, uh, well, allegedly, that the subs were back to 10.1 million, and that seemed allegedly. about... Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. Uh, so at the time when people reported this, it was in some uh, uh, Polish publication magazine thing. Uh, a whole bunch of people were like, oh, yeah, that sounds about right. I'm, all my friends are back in. People I don't even, who never even played before are now playing. I got more recruiter friend requests. Like, it seems right that they'd be up to that number. And according to the magazine, this was the quote. As we speak, says Tom Chilton, there is around 10.1 million. Uh, this was translated from the magazine by Reddit and confirmed by Google Translate. Uh, he says, you know, it's hard to tell where the future is going to, uh, what the future is going to bring. We have our inner inner rivalry at Overwatch, but it's still possible that we'll jump over 12 million again. There are a lot of potential players out there. Uh, are over a 100 million World of Warcraft accounts uh, start or you know made. Wow, that's a lot. Um, so then there's an update. Blizzard came out and said, whoa, 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 whoa. Remember that time we said we were never talking about numbers again? We meant that, and also that magazine's got it wrong, or there's a misunderstanding or a miscommunication or a misquote. Uh, this is their exact quote. They said, this was a misquote or some kind of misunderstanding on the part of the journalist. A representative of the company said, our policy for almost a year now is that we do not talk about subscriber numbers, and Tom did not do that with this publication. So the part nobody's sure about is, because I don't know how you'd prove it, but whether or not Chilton let it slip that they're over 10 million again. Yeah. And uh, whether Blizzard would cop to that even if he did. <laughs> well, so it definitely feels like there's a, more people back in, right? Yeah. I mean, oh, for I sure. don't think we can deny that, that there's just... There's no way that's not true. There's a feeling, yeah. I mean, whether whether it's 10 million or not, I mean, they so the, the dip was to what, seven and a half or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I got, a, got as low as five, I think. Oh, did it really? During Warlords, yeah. yeah. It was like they're all... I think that was when they said we're not doing numbers anymore. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> the last number that I can like verify that I can see on any of the in infographs I looked up was mm -hmm. like seven. Mm -hmm. So, but, you know, 10 is definitely like a huge number. I, I understand like they're, they're saying they don't want to announce anything, but this is the best way if that's their policy to like to like let it slip, right? Yeah. Is this the best way to say it without saying it? Yeah, you know, good point. But I don't know. It, it might be true. Um, you and I have been around enough PR people to know that this could be yeah. just like a sneaky little tricky trick. Sure, um, it's possible. But um, but yeah, I, I think it's safe to say though that the numbers are, I mean, just from things I've heard, are in a place where people are very happy, and also they're mm -hmm. very happy that it's been received so well. Um, the word is internally that they are thrilled about the reception of world quests they they not that they were unsure i think they knew they had something going that was good but i don't think they quite knew that players would glom onto it quite 
as hardcore. So I think that's good for us as players. We're going to see a lot more of that kind of thinking. Um, yeah. But uh, none of what I'm playing right now feels like a grind except for maybe some of the late Suramar stuff mm-hmm. where I'm feeding mana to everybody all the time. I think I'm kind of a little burnt on well, Suramar. Well, yeah, I, but it also feels like there's a reason to be doing it, right? I, I don't mind grind as long as there's a reason to do it. Mm. I think that's when I start to have a problem is where, like, why why am I killing 15 of these again, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. That's that's when I have a problem with it. At least there, it's like, okay, I, I understand, like, they're running out of energy because they depend on the, the magic, and yeah. so I'm out helping them do it, and then I come back, and the quest lock kind of feel like a new thing to do this time. That feels okay to me, but you're right. That is maybe the one place where it's a little just grindy. a little weak. It's not like terrible, yeah. but in but in light of all these other improvements, it just feels a little more grindy. Um, Sidian mm-hmm. in the chat room makes a good point to go back real quick to the the nine boss dungeon that is uh, Karazhan. He says it would be disproportionately rewarding or awarding to run a nine boss dungeon over the others. He makes a really good point. If Mythic Plus was there, that's the only dungeon people would do at some point because there's more reward opportunity. So now maybe I understand why it's not mythic. I think I or mythic plus rather. I get it. Okay. Uh also widget uh, 33 says that all this mana giving is just enabling addicts. So there you go. <laughs> I I guess I agree. Uh <laughs> it, it kind of is to be honest. <laughs> uh wing 2 came out early for LFR. Did you run LFR the first uh thing yet or no? Did you No, do- actually, but I did run normal just with like some some dudes just were like, "Hey man, you wanna you wanna do normal with us?" A little pug. So pug. I have yeah. done that, but uh, no, I didn't do LFR yet. I did it. It's kind of a you know like LFR is. There's sure some rewards, but it's mostly just. But I heard cave. the gear isn't even that good in there. It's not. It's it's yeah. kind of crappy. Okay. Yeah, I didn't get an upgrade. I had two items that I had higher stuff for that I got from World Quest. Uh, relatively simple World Quest, so it's kind of funny. But but the but the actual you know it's fun to go in there and do the roller coaster ride and see what's up. Um, yeah, and it, I, I like doing that as a preparatory thing, just because I know when I go in there with the raid team, I just have more than videos to rely on. I can actually sure. say I've seen this stuff up close. So to me, that's what it's good for. And um, also, that if I sense. if I hate it, then I then I'll know. <laughs> you know, if, I, yeah. if it's gonna suck and I don't want to do it, well, at least I can get a taste of it. Uh, Wing two came out early, so yesterday I think, and it wasn't due until. Uh, when was it due? Next week, I think. I'm not sure about that. But anyway, that's out. So Wing 2, get your LFR on and the Emerald Nightmare, folks, if you are so inclined. Um, What else happened? Oh, there's less than a month before BlizzCon. I'm real curious about the band situation. I know it's a small thing, but we always every year wonder who the band's going to be. Sure. Like, this is a, they're really cutting it close, dude. Like, three weeks, three and a half weeks or something until we're all so, there. I mean, they they've kind of this point now it's like it has to be a big deal right mm-hmm. i don't know i don't I have know no either idea. i have a prediction i say it's uh jack black coming back kyle Gass, oh, yeah? jack black okay. uh tenacious d returns because that was their bi- i think that was their most like well-received thing and if they did that again i think pe- it would be people would be sufficiently excited about it yeah um but if it's you know you can't just go well we're bringing blink 182 back this time i won't have that singer uh, DeLong guy because he's busy finding aliens or whatever the hell he's doing now. Um, so I don't know. I, I, so if it's a re- if it's a repeat, I say Tenacious D. If it's a new band, oh, who have they not tapped that just fits this? Um, mm. 
I don't know. I can't think of anybody, dude. Green Day, maybe. Green Day, yeah, maybe. Green Day could be cool. They just have a new. They put a new record out. Yeah, that's true. Today, actually, uh, Green Day new record. No effects, new record. What's the new? What's the Green Day one called? Dookie two, two Dookies. <laughs> yeah, Dookie two, the the bigger Dookie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. But yeah, I mean, I, I they would fit the kind of demographic and age group, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, we've all kind of grown up with Green Day. The the Wow fan base is a little grown up. Um, could they do rap? Like, could do you think could they do rap? Could yeah, they sure do hip hop? Sure. Okay. Who would it be? But who would you? Who I don't know you, who would be. Um. I mean, NWA is like what what rap group is like, yeah, like <laughs> kind of all good with everybody. I don't know. I don't know. I can't think of anybody. Maybe. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I can't think of anybody. I don't know who it would be. Yeah. You just get like Ice Cube. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cube. Joss says uh, that she would actually attend a Green Day concert. at. See, this is the problem. I always talk about the band here on the show, but then I'm usually like, I'm going to go play games while this concert goes on because I don't really care that much. I mean, I kind of do, yeah. but I don't really. And we're already sweaty and stinky enough here, folks. I think I'll just you guys have your fun. But well, Green Day is a big enough deal. Like I would be. I think I, I would go be to there Green early. Day. Yeah. Uh, I'm also a Bay Area like guy who likes punk rock, so Green Day was like that was my Beatles, right? Sure. Uh, yeah, for a lot of people, that's true. Yeah, I love Dookie. So, like, I, I would so be into super it. into it if it was Green Day. Yeah, I was super that, into it. Those Dookie days were were a big deal. Didn't their drummer have cancer or something? I think he maybe he's over. Maybe he got cured. I um, I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, I don't. I don't remember this, but yeah. <laughs> Tubby Maybe says. Tubby says Skinnerd. Yeah, man, Skinnerd. Woo! I'd be all for Leonard Skinnerd. Uh, well, anyway, that's all coming up. We will find out soon enough. In other Blizzard news, quick wrap up here. Uh, Samuro, the Blade Master from World of Warcraft and Warcraft Three, mostly is where you really know him. He's also a member of the band, uh, the, the Elite Torrent Chieftain, uh, sort of. Anyway, he's in Heroes of the Storm, and he's got uh, a pretty cool-looking kit. He's an up-close melee-looking attack dude. I don't think he's a tank, though. I'll bet is he's he, an assassin. Is he in the actual game yet, or is he still on PTR? Still, I don't even think he's on PTR yet. I'll bet, I'll bet PTR is oh, okay. Tuesday, and then, uh, if I had to guess, release the following week. But then I'm thinking he's the last guy we get until BlizzCon. Oh, okay. Um, that makes sense. Gotta be. Um, but anyway, he looks great. Uh, Samwise Didier did a live drawing thing where he uh, mm-hmm. basically announced it. That was really cool. And the new skins they're showing off look great. I will absolutely purchase immediately <coughs> the Vala cowboy lieutenant deputy skin thing. It's badass. Totally cool. She looks like um, she's like female McCree. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that looks pretty cool. It's a good By the way, Brawl finally coming, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, I forgot to mention that. I did it on core yeah. and I forgot all about it. Yeah, we're there's <laughs> a whole new mode. Finally, almost yeah. sort of. Finally. Done. Yeah. It's not called after, Arena. After like announcing it last year at BlizzCon, <laughs> it's finally going to be here like a month before BlizzCon of this year. Yeah, so that's super, super weird. Plus, they went a very long time since that announcement without saying a word about it. And I guess yeah. nobody was really happy with it. They weren't even happy when they announced it. They just felt like it needed a lot of iteration. And now they've they basically going to make a weekly brawl. It's very Hearthstone Overwatch thinking at play here, I think. Um, yeah, weird mutators. Just something to have a little bit of fun yeah. in between your grind session of you know yeah. trying to get to grandmaster and all that. So we were saying on core uh, what we cool because I you know I'm like I'm always stuck between like silver and gold and yeah. I would like something else to do mm-hmm. than just try to you know grind those up. So totally agree. I mean you know quick matches with friends is always good, but it'd be fun to have sure. especially for streams. This kind of stuff could be really fun. 
Um, yeah. We were talking on core about um, the idea of this stuff um, making the, the, so the, the version of a Ram that's sort of in the game now that you can do custom is okay, but the game still lasts 30 plus minutes. And that makes that feel real weird and hollow. I don't like a Ram as it currently sure. exists. So this is supposed to bring in a much shorter sort of um, experience, quick 10, 15 minute sort of experiences, a little more akin to say that new battle uh, battle right game, which I really like. Um, oh yeah, that that game is uh, a lot of people really like that game. It's real good. It's real real good. I'm, I think that I think it actually has a real chance to become a another. You know, like you know, you, so you've got your big boys, Dota League and CS:GO and stuff, and now Overwatch and Hearthstone. You have these like mainstays of esports, but I have I just have this feeling Battle Right has the ability to be another tier, a different kind of thing, kind of maybe like Rocket League level of coming kind of coming out of nowhere and taking the world by storm sort of and having its own little niche i think i feel like that it actually has a real chance to do that it's a pretty neat game oh and if you buy it early in the early access you get heroes forever they'll give you free oh, heroes yeah? till the end of time yeah it's pretty good All right. gotta pick that up yeah i think it's worth playing if you do let me know and we'll we'll knock some out oh yeah dude um let's see there are a bunch of changes in hearthstone uh, I know none of them. So what? So what's significant? Didn't Yogg get nerfed or something happened? So Yogg doesn't get Yogg Saron got nerfed. Yeah. Uh, which is a big deal for competitive play. Um, and also a bunch of other cards that were problematic got got the nerf at too. So yeah. basically, they just did all the things that the player base has been asking for for a long time, which was like totally unexpected. Mm. We kind of thought Blizzard was just never going to make these changes. Uh, but they proved us wrong. Does it, did they're, it feel grudging? Did it feel grudgingly so? Like it took them forever to get drug into changing Not it? Not really. Mm. Some of the changes actually happened on a timeline that is much faster than we've ever seen changes before. Mm. So, mm. you know, that's a big deal. Um, like, like, like a card. Some of the cards were things that have been out forever. So maybe those changes took a long time, but they felt like they were the right changes to make. Mm-hmm. So things like execute, uh, which used to be one mana kill any minion that was damaged. Now is two mana kill any dim- uh, minion that's damaged because one mana is just so damn efficient, right? Yeah. To just kill anything. Right. Um, <laughs> so that I mean that change could have been made years ago and it would have been fine, mm. uh, but it took until now because some other new cards make that card even stronger. Uh, but then there was things that that they changed that are cards that are actually going away from standard pretty soon. So they didn't have to even make this change necessarily. They could have just let the card on its own move into wild. And, you know, that probably would have been okay with most people. That's, I think, what a lot of people assume they were going to do. So, in a way, it's like they, you know, they were preemptively doing stuff. They were taking care of things before it had to happen, which is good. Yeah, I agree. But also, like, BlizzCon's coming. And we're gonna we want to watch like the fairest possible BlizzCon championship, right? <laughs> yeah, that's so. the other thing is these these championships are going to be way more well less RNG dependent for sure. Yeah, I mean, the championships is, is a like that's a really big deal, right? Yeah. Um, and that's kind of what BlizzCon is is slowly becoming is like a big esports event. Yeah, uh, you need to make sure that you're taking care of business before that before BlizzCon comes, where everything feels good in the game. So that everyone's really excited about those tournaments, right? Yeah. Uh, so this was a good a good move in that direction as well. It's a tricky balance trying to do precisely what you want to do from a gameplay standpoint, but have that match up with your esports yeah. uh, plans. And they seem to be doing okay. I think they'll be fine. I, I'm really excited about BlizzCon this year for... Uh, you, you're going to be there, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm really excited about BlizzCon this year from an esports perspective because we have 
so much to watch. Yeah. Uh, and you know, like Overwatch, I'm really excited to see how that kind of pans out. But you know, everything has been kind of building up to this. This year has felt like I've paid attention to it more than any other year in the past. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I just I can't wait to kind of experience the whole thing. I am, I am too. That's my maybe maybe the thing I'm looking forward to most. Actually, I mean, I, I yeah, it's always like announcements and all that kind of stuff. It's like I'm not really sure I care. I mean, I care about that. I, I care, care but, but I'll yeah. hear them anywhere, right? Like, yeah, I don't need sure. to be at BlizzCon to know Diablo Four or something is being worked on. But, sure. uh, but but for me to be able to sit in the crowd, have those stupid balloon things, and watch incredible competition with some of the best players in the world is something i used to think i wouldn't care about but i really like it <laughs> yeah so i'm really looking forward to all of it it's going to be great um overwatch getting a new hero soon no details uh they still haven't told us who the damn what's the what's the thing they were holding over our heads forever uh doing hints and viral stuff what was it called the computer everyone assumed it was a computer thing shit You're talking about the hero sam sombro sombro sombra yeah sombra that yeah. never happened uh, no. Well, not yet. No, but they just well, did this. BlizzCon is coming. Yeah, right? but they did this flurry of stuff, and then and there was like it was the biggest tease. <laughs> like, here's all this stuff. Oh, I wonder what it is, and then nothing. Like, haven't said a yeah. word. So BlizzCon probably on that. That's probably the new hero they're saying that's coming. Uh, and there's a Halloween event which starts probably soon. I'll bet Tuesday. On that yeah, Halloween it needs event. to start real soon, right? Yeah. We're <laughs> we're in the middle of Halloween season. Yep, we're gonna be. Look at it this way. All right. Not to get political, but you and I are going to go to Anaheim uh, the weekend before the election. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that I'll have gone, been there, and come home before the actual election because if Trump is president, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I'd go to Anaheim. <laughs> yeah, I'm not right. sure anyone's. I'm going to build. I'm going to build a wall and make great walls. It's a great wall. All right. All right. Time for a quick break. And a conversation about a sponsor. We'll be right back. All right, listen. I look good in a suit. I'm I'm here to admit that if you want me to clean up well, a suit is your best option. Otherwise, I look like kind of a bum. A little bit of a hobo. And I need good sources for suits. I need a better source for suits. Not some store I got to walk into where, you know, they're just sizing me up and giving me a terrible deal and all of that. I need to go to Indochino at Indochino.com. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com. And man, their, their way of getting me a suit is so much better than the others. They're great. Every man looks better in a suit. One of the largest made-to-measure news, uh, excuse me, news brand, menswear brands out there. They are making it easy for men to get a great fitting, high quality suits and shirts at an incredible price. Here's how it works. You go to Indochino.com or you can drop by one of their nine North American showrooms if you live near one. Either way, this works. Pick from hundreds of fabrics and patterns. Choose your customizations from lapels to pleats to jacket linings and more. And then you submit your body measurements. Kick back, relax, and get ready to step into the best, most stylish suit you've ever worn in just about four weeks. Sometimes less. This week, listeners of The Instance can get any premium Indochino suit for just $3.89 at Indochino.com. When you enter the code INSTANCE, that's important. You have to enter the code INSTANCE to get that suit for just $3.89. That's 50% off the regular price for a made-to-measure premium suit. Plus, shipping's free. 
And so is your satisfaction or your money back. That's Indochino.com and the promo code INSTANCE for any premium suit for just $3.99. And free shipping. Indochino.com It's the town crier. <laughs> All right, time for the town crier. You guys send us your voicemails at 801-471-0462. You leave messages there. We play them on the show. The only rule is that they're relatively short and interesting, and they'll get played. You can also email us, theinstance@gmail.com. It's all about the calls today, though, and it starts with this one about class halls. This is Dominic in Irvine, and I'm just wondering, you guys don't talk too much about your uh, class halls lately. I was wondering how each of you are liking what class hall you uh, have been appointed to for your meme. Uh, thanks, guys. Love the show. So this call was more interesting when we had the Europeans here because they're all playing very different characters than you and I, but mainly you and I are maining hunters. So, mm-hmm. And we've already sort of talked about it. But I think on the whole, like uh, one weird thing that's happened to me is I didn't like uh, High Mountain much, let alone True Shot Lodge, when I first started going out there. Mm-hmm. But it's become my favorite zone weirdly i really yeah. like it i go there all I the time the storyline felt very extended and long right because mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. had to unite all these tribes and do all this stuff it just felt like that was the longest mm-hmm. storyline of all the zones yeah so you just you know you were like are we done yet you know, cause, <laughs> and also some of the other ones you know spoiler alert like things like watching you sarah get corrupted and then yeah and then dying <laughs> like you know yeah it was rough. all of that stuff uh was just really intense and kind of incredible yeah. and true true shot lodge felt like we're chasing this dude with a hammer down uh <laughs> forever yeah and then he keeps finally making, we get to him he keeps yeah. making p yellow spikes come out of the ground that's not he doesn't good. know how to wield it yeah, yeah he's kind of an idiot right. and then finally we get there and we just kind of kill him no yeah. problem yeah but not after like 28 important torn chieftain people died high mountain yeah, torn true yeah everybody freaking died it was like the uh-huh. it was like the 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 game of thrones zone for sure yeah um but, but it just like i don't know it just felt like it never ended right like yeah. you're just in there forever yeah um so you know maybe that and, and also too it's one of those zones where you, you're like right next to something but you can't figure out how to get there because yeah. you got to go up a giant mountain hill like hillside or whatever and then yeah, yeah so now it's my muse though i like it <laughs> I go there sure. if there's if there's stuff to be done like if I get my work world quest in general I'm like oh there's a bunch in high mountain doing those first like I'd like it out there yeah yeah but I, but I, I yeah it's a zone that grows on you right like yeah. once you get everything done in there then it's like okay now I can actually just enjoy this place sure there's still uh, a but few at first it just felt like a slog a little bit there's a right? few so, caves still that are like whoa where does this go is this down yeah. am I up like there's some bad maps a few things like that but but sure. generally speaking I think it's all right but as far as order halls go I the ones I've experienced which are that the mage and Demon Hunter. Uh, have I done the one with? I may not have gone very far yet with the. Yeah, I haven't even seen it for the Druid. That's how not. That's how much I've not played the Druid. I was so excited. About oh yeah. It. Um, but of the three I've seen, I think they're all real cool. Um, they're all unique. That's the other thing. Nothing feels like um, they're just duplicates of each other or anything weird like that. Yeah. Um, it all feels. It all feels great. I like it. I don't know. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed all of it too. I haven't really found one that I just am annoyed by or anything like that. Like, oh, I, I'd heard people talk about them, like, oh, this one's really good and this one's not that great. Mm-hmm. And so far, I haven't been in anyone where I'm like, why are we judging these order halls? Like, they seem fine. Yeah. They all seem 
Yeah. Okay to me. I don't understand what the point of even. I don't know. Especially if you're really uh, into the class you've got, the 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 aesthetic is gonna be what you want. Like, yeah. You know, you might go, oh, it's just a lodge, lame. Well, if you're a hunter, that's cool. I think the, the one thing that would have sucked for me is if it was treated like garrisons, where it was a thing you just had to do every day. Yeah. But it doesn't feel that way. I mean, oh. it feels like once you kind of get through the the main important stuff, it's it's literally now just a thing that augments your power level. Yeah. Uh, your individual power level, right? So you don't want to ignore it, but you don't need to focus on it. And yeah. that's how garrisons and all that should have been in the first place, right? Yeah. Not something that you felt like, I just have to do this. This is my everyday chore. It needs to feel like something I want to do because it makes me better, right? Right. Um, but not, yeah, none of it feels grindy or anything like that, which is great. Here's a fun fact. I since the game launched, wondered why there was a little floating island next to mm-hmm. uh, Dalaran. And I thought, oh, that's like a a dungeon entrance or something because I could see some stones there. But I didn't really pay attention. I didn't know what it was. Yeah. And I just thought, meh, whatever. And I'm busy playing my hunter and who cares. But every time I'd fly by it, I'm like, what is that place? What is going on in that little chunk of land? There's got to be something going on. Then I play the demon hunter. They're like, fly down to that thing. That's how you're going to pour it into your class hall. And I was like, Freaking holy shit, this is awesome. So now I, I had my own little personal narrative with this chunk of land I was always so curious about. And now I know what it is. There's a big goat head to click on, and then I go to the nether. It's great. I assume it's the nether. I don't actually know. Where we're, where we're <laughs> it's got to be the nether. Right? Yeah. yeah. We'll talk to Terpster about lore, and he can explain it because I have no idea. Uh, anyway, here's another call. This one's about the movie. It's an older call I found. I thought oh, we played, okay. but didn't. But it's about the movie and, and a theory about why it didn't do as well in the U.S. Uh, so even though this is a little old, I think it still matters. Here you go. Uh, this is Flervin from Trollbane Server. Just wanted to touch base on the Warcraft movie's popularity and, and performance in the U.S. I think, in part, a lot of it has to do with availability of shows. I'm currently living in a major U.S. city, like capital city of a state, where I've got five theaters within less than 10 miles of where I'm, my location is. But as far as availability of actual showings, neither or any of these theaters really are showing more than two shows at a time, none of which are really appealing during a work week especially. So, like, I've got a 1.30 option and maybe a 10.30 at night option, and those just don't really appeal. So maybe availability is one of the reasons why we're not seeing the numbers come out of the U.S. as much as, say, China. I mean, in part, I'm sure it's also going to be based off of, you know, cultural differences there and, and how ingrained and how nuts the, the Chinese went over Warcraft 3 and everything like you guys said. But, I mean, for, for something like this, I want to go see it. I still have yet to get the chance to see it because I, I can't either take a day of vacation to go see it or it doesn't align for the one showing they're allowing over the course of the weekend. Okay, it's a good point, um, but th- it's a little bit of a chicken in the egg. Like, why was it yeah. hard to get? Well, was it because it was performing poorly or they didn't have confidence in it and therefore it was difficult to find the times you wanted? Or is it the other I mean, way around? I mean, weekend, it didn't feel that way. It felt like it was playing nine, ten times a day at all the theaters around me. Um, yeah, so yeah, like, that's how movie cycles generally happen, right? Like, then the movie is, like, in the end of its release and it's playing on one screen a couple times. Um, but it definitely wasn't like that at first. So I wonder if you waited a little too long to go see it or yeah. something like that. But That rings true. Or at least rings possible. I don't know. It's, it's <laughs> I don't weird. I think that's the reason. But I don't either. I think yeah. the reason is there's a huge portion of the movie going population that looked at this and went, some dumb video game movie. I'm not going to that. Well, I'll say this though. I think the reviews had a lot to do with it. Like the people who might go see it 
if the reviews had been really good because they'll just go see a fantasy movie. Yeah. They did not go see it because the reviews were just terrible. Yeah. So they're like, oh, well, I'll just pass on this one. Uh, and then the people who are into Warcraft, they all went to see it, but that's not a big enough amount of people to make a movie hit, you know, 100 plus million in just the States, right? So, yeah. Even if all 10 million. Yeah players or whatever's current playership gotta see it like 20 times it's kind of like you know what it reminds me of it's like when snakes on a plane all that viral marketing on the internet and sure, everybody was sure. like dude get these mother effing snakes off these <laughs> it's so funny freaking samuel L. jackson this is the best and it tanked why yeah. because that's not enough your little fringe group isn't enough it's enough for some things but it's not enough for sure. a big wide release like mega hit yeah, yeah. so yeah, I, I think there's a lot of factors involved. I think Dills is absolutely right about the reviews. Whether people want to trust in that stuff or not, that stuff has an effect, especially when it's super low. And, yeah, uh, it was so bad. I mean, they were calling it, like, you know, worse than some really bad movie. You know what I mean? Like, it was... Yeah. Like, they could have given it a poor review, but they just were, like, vicious, right? Yeah. Uh, I thought over-the-top vicious. I didn't really understand how... a a credible movie reviewer could have said that it was like as terrible as it was. Like it, I, I understand there were some issues, you know, mm-hmm. but they were not like, I've seen many, many worse movies, even whether I had my Warcraft fan goggles on or not. <laughs> right. I've seen some terrible movies in my time and <laughs> yeah, not I, one of them. I think right? you can objectively say like the guy, the one unfamous review that gave it like, you know, a 8% or something where he said, it's this generation's Battlefield Earth. Yes, there you go. That's the movie that they're comparing to. I was like, no. Not even no. close, dude. Yeah. Not even close. That was an abysmal failure of human proportions. Like, it, that is not just bad. That is objectively no one in their right yeah. mind likes Battlefield Earth. No. And and to say that is just kind of, I don't know, it's just kind of shitty. Plus, he wasn't like some mainstream, you know, this is a problem. Rotten Tomatoes, whatever. We That's a whole other conversation that we could have for days about how busted up that whole system is. But I, I feel bad because it deserved more than that. Was it the best movie ever yeah. made? Absolutely freaking not. No, no. But it was great for me. I enjoyed it, and a lot of fans did, and I'm really bummed that it probably means... I mean, I think DVD sales are going to be important, and we'll see through the holidays how it does. If it sells well on Blu-ray and stuff, mm-hmm. maybe that helps solidify a sequel. But at this point, I am not holding my breath. Especially sure. with, uh, you know, Chris is out of the mix now. I just don't know what it, I don't know what changes. We'll have to see. Uh, that's it for calls. Again, call us, 801-471-0462, or you can email us, theinstanceofgmail.com. It's going to do it. Scott and Dill show. Uh, been, a, been a good time. Uh, what's going on this week? You got anything cool happening with uh, some streams, some videos, some something, something? Uh, Well, a lot of streaming because Twitch Prime has proved to be an incredible boon to the small streamer. Yeah. Uh, so, holy crap! Thank you, Twitch, uh, for for that one. That was didn't even see it coming, to yeah. be honest. Nobody did. But uh, we went from about 150 subs um, to, I believe, let me look, look at the number, 357 subs. Jeez. Um. So yeah, lots and lots of people have been giving me a lot of love with their with their free subscription that they get through. Just if you had Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. You automatically have Twitch Prime. All you got to do is log into Twitch, attach your uh, your Prime membership to your Twitch account, and then you get a free sub each month. And you have to um, do a you have to be a, a the partnered channel to receive that, but it's yes. the same deal, right? As before, except now people can have that once a month free sub thing. 
Now, yeah, there's a couple of different things about it for anybody who's who's curious, but um, you know, I mean, yes, it, it, I get, I do get the same cut as I would get from a regular sub, right? Yeah. So you're you're helping out quite a bit. Like this makes a huge difference to me um, when when this many people are subbed rather than you know the 150 or whatever. Right. Uh, and it doesn't cost you a thing, so it's kind of cool. It's it's a nice thing that they added in. It's like they're just they're filtering money from the people who have uh, Amazon Prime to the content creators of Twitch. I think it's fantastic. It's a great, uh, it's it, a great it way to support. It doesn't renew automatically. Yeah. So. And it's a great way to support, you know, the smaller guys. The, the sure. guys the guys that you really are into their unique take and voice, but they don't have yeah. the, you know, whatever giant YouTube following that brought them there in the first place or whatever it is. So it's it's, it's just a nice way to, I don't know, spread yeah. it around. And I don't, I don't even know if they knew that. I just think that's what's, it's what's happened and it's great. Yeah, and, and a lot of like the bigger streamers have gotten huge amounts of subs too. And I, I mean, I don't, I'm not trying to tell you what to do with your with your free sub, but <laughs> some of those guys are already making a ton of money. Like I'm sending my sub to smaller streamers, right? Yeah. Each month because I'm also a Prime member, just because it already had a lot of value, right? The, yeah. Just the Amazon Prime. Sure. But this is awesome added value for sure. Um, you know, it's so. Try to find a small streamer, whether it's me or someone else. Try to find someone who you know is like really working hard and trying to make you know their way doing this kind of stuff, and and throw them that that free sub if you can. It's really really cool. So thank you Twitch and Amazon for that. It it's helped me immensely. It's crazy. That's awesome. I, mean, I, I have a I'm a guy who like gets about a hundred or so viewers. Yeah. When I'm when I'm kind of peaking, mm-hmm. and for me to have 357 subs is insane. That's right? great. Yeah. Like more than than the average amount of viewers I have. That's a, super cool. Day-to-day. It's a really cool thing they're doing. I like it a lot. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So I definitely want to give them them a shout out, and that I will be streaming a lot because of the fact that it doesn't renew automatically every month. Mm-hmm. This doesn't incentivize me to make sure I'm streaming as much as possible. Sure. So that I'm on when your Twitch sub is like up, and you'll do it again. You know. So, sure. Sure. Um. So that's another cool thing, another little byproduct. You'll probably see a lot of the smaller streamers really putting more of an effort and putting more foot forward, like to make sure that they're hitting their schedules and streaming as much as possible. So definitely just come check out my stream, twitch.tv slash SF. Lots and lots of Hearthstone. Yeah. We'll be putting in more World of Warcraft uh, as we get towards things like I'm starting to do some PvP now. Mm. I just didn't really want to t- stream me leveling, right? Like that wasn't that fun. So. Yeah. But yeah. things like raids, things like uh, PvP content, we'll, we'll definitely be streaming some of that. So awesome. check that out. Also, the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash WillieDillsSF and uh, Go Giants. Yeah, Go Giants. Also, uh, set, here's today's, uh, we have a new quarter uh, of the hunger update, uh, the quarterly earnings hunger update report. Uh, Terp, uh, Dills just said <laughs> uh, free subs enough times and I'm now starving mm-hmm. for a free sub. So I'm going to go yeah. try to get a free sub. And I actually, I had, uh, I had a bagel before the time i thought we were recording <laughs> and then we went two hours later and haven't had anything since then yeah so get a little peckish go but get a, I think, go get a know, sub get a sub you'll be fine sub sounds delicious actually <laughs> um there's a billion things going on in my world i don't have enough time to explain them all but uh man there's some books in the work there's the rally point live show that's now happening on monday nights at 7 30 p.m mountain time so if you want to catch that live you can it's all about esports a uh, billion other things. Uh, we have dates for Nerdtacular. We're planning as well ahead on that. That's happening next June, end of June, uh, the last weekend of June, which end up, ends up being uh, the first day of July as well. Anyway, more, de- more details on that coming soon. Uh, so just keep your eye on frogpants.com and my Twitter account, Scott Johnson. Of course, Dills at Willie Dills. Terpster and Patrick should be back soon. It's going to do it for us, for me, 
for Dills and for those two chuckleheads. We'll see you next time. USA! USA! <laughs> Go Giants! USA. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Well, thanks to Coltrane there for that.